Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinanced, the show where we tell you who makes money at the movies. I am one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always. Shauna is here. Shauna, how are you doing? I am tired. I can I can tell. I can tell you're yeah, tired. I mean, I'm coming all the way from the North Coast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some fun this weekend. And Did yeah. you have a little bit too much fun? Well, I kind of kept it to a minimum, but it was it was good though. Okay. It was wild. That's it good. Was, yeah. But you, so you're, you're you're really tired, and you've had a wild weekend. But you're happy to be here, I hope. Definitely. Okay, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that you're happy to be here, and I'm happy that you people are here listening to this show. We have a good show for you today. We have the top five box office as usual. Uh, we have some news stories, not too many. I don't think there was much happening since we last recorded. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a cool, solid show. A nice return back to moving on to refinance. Yeah, it felt like a long time. It felt like a long time. Like one week. Well, <laughs> it felt long to us. Imagine how long it felt to the people listening. They probably were just dying over there. Yeah, Where are Shauna and, and Damien? Yeah. Who can make sense of all this box office? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just going get to in, get into it right now. Tune out that sweet jazz music. And then we can we can hear a little bit more about uh, Shauna's wild weekend. So Shauna, let me let's let's paint the picture for the mm-hmm. listeners. So Saturday comes, and uh, you and I had plans for Saturday. Yes. Um, we were suppo- we this would be the second instance of us attempting to go out and and get a drink, yes. um, which people. It's not that it's difficult for us to hang out because we, we meet up once a week. Mm-hmm. It's just there always tends to be something that something. happens. Something happens in, in my life or your life that causes us to not be able to do that outside podcast um, yeah. um, social thing. Um, but we were supposed to meet up on Saturday and you canceled earlier in the week because you said you were going to Negril. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's as much as I know about your weekend. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you tell me you came back. And that was Saturday. And mm-hmm. then you tell me you came back from Mumbai today and today is monday yes. so tell me paint a picture for what happened between saturday and monday morning well i uh, made a stop in ochi we mm-hmm. was there for a while you know chilling and then i made my way to montego bay that was saturday night mm-hmm. and you know chilling as well went to coral you know coral cliff Coral Cliff. That's a gaming place. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's near margaritaville okay yeah i mean I've i didn't really um do much gaming but if you see in there damien mm-hmm. you know somewhere that was meant for you yeah i mean i'm not really much of a gamer but like the type of game oh you when you say gaming i thought you meant like gambling like blackjack oh no and no i mean like arcade there's like a, there's an arcade in mobe yeah it's called coral cliff i had no idea i never knew that yes yeah, so i mean i was just there for a while i was just like freaking out i'm saying wow because there's like pac-man uh-huh. ghostbusters mario kart all those I Jurassic didn't know Park. We had, I didn't know we had that. I, I mean, expensive. The, the most that oh, when when you say expensive, what do you mean? Well, I didn't buy anything. I was just there. I was just like planning my next trip. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I wonder if you should come next week. I'm saying I'm not gonna do that today, man. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, because my experience with arcades here is like we had one on um near Mana Park where it's now mm. the Crystal's Gaming, which yes. is, but it used to be an arcade. Yeah. Um, and then if you go to Buzzers in Portmore, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of arcade, yeah. like there's one Just or two me. arcade things. Yeah. It uh, makes Buzzers look tame. Wow. Like it looks, I mean, I think you'd geek out. It yeah. looks really nice. I probably I am, would. I'm planning to, whenever I go back to Montego Bay, I am definitely going there. And then Sunday I made my way to Negril. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to Edenism too. <laughs> yeah. Saw a lot of stuff. So, so, okay. So people who don't know Hedonism, 
is uh, Jamaica's, or it's a series of Jamaica's private beaches yes. that also happen to be nude beaches. Yes, it's adult. So when you say you saw a lot of stuff, yes. you you saw, and I know you you have a thing with hedonism. You love hedonism. <laughs> this is like the third or fourth time you're talking to me about you going to hedonism. <laughs> So I'm, I'm all right. So I don't, yeah. I don't, I never been there myself, but like, how, how, how does it go when you actually go there? Like, do you just walk in and all of a sudden you just see everything? Everything, especially when you walk towards more to the beach. Uh-huh. Persons just walk around, trust Is, me. I mean, they're on vacation, they should have fun, yeah, and everything, but trust me, just prepare yourself to see. Yeah, you, you, you have to mentally prepare because if you, yes. well, okay, all right, see, so I want to know, like, how. How much do, like, are there security to make sure people don't get too wild? You know, is it like... Uh, no, you're you just, practically just do whatever you want. It really is hedonism, yes. isn't it? Yes, huh. it's for True to you the name. to come and just enjoy yourself. Yeah. I, I would recommend adults. I mean, of course. Don't, don't bring any children, no, clearly. No, <laughs> like, they'll just let you stay outside. Yeah. Kids are, go, kids go, bye. All right. So how long it's, were you on that? You're just there for the whole day? Um, yeah, and then I'm part of the night because okay. I had to um, come back to work, of course. I remember I, I do. There was this one a friend of mine who went to hedonism um, and she was just, you know, hanging out. Never been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of young. She's in her 20s, a um, little bit older than me. And she was just like she didn't want to undress or anything. She just wanted to be there as like a, a voyeur, I guess, you yes. know, trying to just experience <laughs> it from the outside. Um, and she walks up to this woman and, and she's feeling sociable. She's had a few drinks and she goes up to her and she's like, oh, my God, I love your dress. And mm-hmm. she was like wearing a, you know, I don't know, a sundress or whatever, kind of, you know, a little bit of fishnet on the side or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and the woman says, oh, really? Takes off the dress, uh, trust me, rolls it up and yeah. just hands it to her. Yes. And she's like, here, you can have yeah, yeah. it. And one it was thing, like, oh, thanks. Yeah, one thing I'll tell you with those people, they come to have fun. They're yeah. very friendly. They they're just wild and yeah, friendly, yeah, yeah. and even if you're not on that type of wild side, mm-hmm. it's just really. I it's mean, just the environment. It's just the environment. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. It's a it's a very vibesy place right. to me. I, so. I can dig that. I mean, even if you, if if you don't want to get involved in no, it, you don't you don't have to. You, you, know, you can just, just enjoy p- being just in the vibe. Prepare yourself for. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. I wish I could have stayed longer, but I had to come back to work. Nah, I mean, I feel like you would have stayed there forever if you. I mean, no. if it wasn't for work, I would. We'd yeah. have to Skype in for mm-hmm. the. I mean, you'd have to find like a stable Wi-Fi, and then you know we'd be doing the podcast. Yeah. I'd be on camera here, and you'd just be at hedonism and just see a bunch of naked people walking in the background, like. Trust me, they're, <laughs> they're just free. I wish I was that free. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know if we can put that on YouTube. I don't know if we could <laughs> would get would get away with that. No. I, I would have to work overtime in the editing room, like censoring out the people walking in your background. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, hopefully you'll you'll get to retire one day in hedonism mm-hmm. and just live out your life yeah. on on the world's most free beach. True. The only thing I, I was kind of disappointed. I didn't really get to go to because I always wanted to see the. Uh, Rick's Cafe, mm-hmm. but because it was raining, when we, really, when we left from Montego Bay and I was driving to Negril, it was yeah. like, it was raining and stuff, so, I mean, I didn't bother yeah, I mean, next time. I mean, Rick's, Rick's is a good place to go to just to, to go, cause to mm. say that you did, because it's one of those exactly. landmarks, but yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that. It's great for tourists, but it's not great. Yeah. Like, it's not a well, fantastic I, I figure, place. but I just, yeah. you know, like, wanted to see the cliff, yeah, the sunset, yeah, yeah. And yeah definitely. But Would you do the jump? Hell no! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> you gotta do the jump. You can't go and not do the jump. 
It's like going to hedonism and not taking your clothes off. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Um, so, all right, enough of the, um, the Wild Beach stories. We're going to get into the top five box office, see if they had a wild weekend themselves. Um, I got to bring it up on the screen, don't mm-hmm. I? All right. All right, so at number five, oh, this is a big box office because there are lots of movies that came out this weekend. Like, mm-hmm. there's about five new releases. Not all of them made it into the top five, but enough of them did. Uh, number five, we have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It is Quentin Tarantino's ninth film. It made $11.6 million this weekend. Mm-hmm. Total domestic gross of $100 million. So it's broken Ooh. its $90 million budget. Um, and I don't think it had... Last I checked, it didn't have any worldwide release. Okay, it, it's made $7 million in the foreign market. So worldwide, it's made $108 million. Um, yeah, $90 million. $90 million budget. I mean, it's made back its budget. Um, I don't think this movie needs to make much more to be considered, you know, a fantastic profit. Um, it'll probably finish out at, let me see if it made 11 million this weekend. Um, that'll probably be cut down to five next weekend then three and whatever. So mm-hmm. it'll probably make like one twenty, one thirty, mm-hmm. um, by the time everything is done. So yeah, it's doing well. People are, um, responding well to it. Um, and it's out. People have seen it. Um, I haven't heard like, fantastic things what about here what's going on it's not coming down here it is coming it's coming out here this week for yeah. it yeah well the the paper said it's coming out here this week the that's paper. the 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 the, the, the paper, paper the legendary paper um which has lied to us before but all the time all the time yeah. uh, in fact right now it has yeah. four movies coming out it's angry birds oh, the kitchen once upon a time and um yesterday is apparently coming out this week i don't know why yesterday okay. is still coming out I'm curious about it, but I don't really but need I'll, to see it. I would it. go watch it. I would actually go watch it. I would yeah. go watch the two of them this week. Um, okay, and uh, number four, we have Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Mm. Made $17.4 million this weekend on a budget of $49 million. Uh, worldwide, Dora has made $19.9 million. Mm-mm. That's not a great opening. No, it's that's, not. That's, that's a pretty terrible opening, I would yeah, say. Where are the Dora fans? Where are the Dora fans? Where's the, the droves of Dora fans? Oh, wait, there's Lion King. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's where they went. Um, yeah, it, it opened with a good number of theaters, like 3,700 theaters. Yes. Um, like for a big blockbuster, it's about 3,500 to 4,500. Um, you know, so. Uh, it's not like it wasn't well known about. I mean, there was a big trailer. I'm sure this trailer was playing like mm-hmm. on the clock for Nickelodeon. Like it was exactly. just always playing. I mean, every movie that last couple movies I went to, it was like always there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a big kids movie. Yes. Um, I mean, the lots of people were talking about how they don't know why a Dora movie was being made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought for at the very least it was going to make, you know, a good amount of money. Um, but I don't think you're going to be getting a Dora franchise out of this. I hope not. Um, and the reviews have not been bad. I, if I, if oh, I, for real? Yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. seen any movie related thing um, in oh. a while. <laughs> Just because you've been off the grid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw you get into a fight on Twitter over, um, was it Pogba? <laughs> I saw, I saw you. Um, it's not serious. You, it's like I know. We're always bickering. I know, I know, but you are <laughs> sparring. Like you, <laughs> you brought out the Drake meme at, at the end and you're just like, ooh, it's like, <laughs> Wait, Shauna, you're, you're on Twitter. I, I was on, I mean, I was at work, but I was yeah. also on Twitter and I was just yeah. like, Shauna needs to give this girl a break. <laughs> um, but no, Dora has 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, um, which real? is, yeah, which is pretty high. Wait, wait what? Um, so, and, you know, it's, it's based on 91 reviews. So it's a good amount of reviews wow. that have been, um, you know, allocated to this rating. 
Um, I'm going to just read some of these uh, Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Uh, it's a straightforward approach to a Dora movie would have played to a limited audience. This Dora is out to win over a much bigger audience and what Dora sets her mind to, she achieves. Um, um, wow. It is just fantastic. She's just wonderful in every possible way. That's talking about the star Isabella Moner who plays Dora. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, 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 been, um, it's been getting good press. Um, there's a few negative reviews, obviously, but 80% is much higher than I anticipated for this movie. This is the biggest shock of the week. <laughs> Because <laughs> I I've been off the, since last week. Yeah, I haven't really been paying attention. Yeah, but it's not making that much money, so I don't yeah. think we're gonna get a franchise sucks, out of this. That yeah. sucks. You know, normally the good reviewed ones. Yeah, you'd think it money. gets well. Yeah, you. I mean, you would hope that the word of mouth would spread, and maybe oh, wow. it will. It will just be one of those where it stays in the top five for a bit because kids just want something else to see. Mm-hmm. But for right now, the kids are still going to Lion King, which is at number three this week. It made twenty point two million dollars. Twenty. Was it 20? Yeah, 20 point. Sorry, I just had a brain fart where I was just like, why? That doesn't, that number sounds too small. Yeah. Um, but $20.2 million this weekend, it has made a total domestic gross of $473.3 million. Uh, let's see, the worldwide gross is $1.3 billion with a B. Um, and something else to note for this week uh, Lion King. Let me see if I can bring up the story because I had it put bookmarked here. By the way, have you been to the new Port Mortier? I have not been to the new theater, okay. not yet. Um, oh, loser. Um, oh, have you, you have you talked about it on, on Mike since you've been there? I don't think you have. I think the last time we spoke, you were supposed to have gone, and then you went no, after man, that. No, I, I think we did, because I, sure? I saw The Lion King, and we, Lion King came out like... Did we discuss Lion Yeah, Yeah, we did. We did, yeah. we did. Okay, okay. I think yes, we did, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, yeah. So, yeah, Lion King made $1.3 billion this weekend, and it is um, officially is the most successful animated movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it has beaten Frozen, which used to be the most um, successful animated movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Frozen was at $1.2 billion, and Lion King is at $1.3. Now, think about this. People have not been calling this an animated movie. Mm-mm. They've been calling it, it really a live-action movie. Yeah. But in truth nothing in the movie mm. was live action um, exactly. in, or, you know, barely anything. To, I mean, I would say 99% of it was crafted by visual effects Definitely. artists the same way that an animated movie is. Um, and I think there was an interview I watched with John Favreau where like the interviewer was like, okay, we shouldn't call this live action, but we really shouldn't call this animation either mm-hmm. because it's not like it's... It's very, you fo- know. I mean, I saw Lion King, it's very photorealistic. Yeah, so, it's the, very so that was what they decided on. We should call it photorealistic animation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really think it's fair to pit it against other animated, animated movies. Movie, because yeah. if this was a CG animated mm. um, film... I don't think it would have done as well as it as it has been doing. I mean, it might have because it's Lion King. Lion King, yeah. But at the same time, I do think it being, you know, it, it looking photorealistic and being live action, I'm using the air quotes there, that is a draw to people because, you know, they've mm-hmm. they've seen Jungle Book has come out recently and Aladdin and, mm-hmm. and Dumbo and all them. They've seen, you know, it, it, it people are interested in seeing that live action recreation. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think it's fair to say yeah. it's the most successful animated movie of all time. Um, but I mean, that's what people are are describing it. Despite as. everything, I'm still going to kind of like mentally refer to it as live action. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah, it's no big deal because you don't, you can't look at it and say, oh, it's an an. Like mm-hmm. nobody's gonna think of, um, oh, their favorite animated movies of all time. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even consider this as an option. They mm-hmm. would consider the yeah, first exactly. one, but they wouldn't consider this, this one. one yeah. 
Um, looks good though. It does See, look good. It does look very. It is. It is a fantastic visual achievement. It's just soulless. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, yeah. it's it's like it's like when you 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 see somebody at the bar that you like, and you mm-hmm. go and talk to them, and they're really attractive, but they have nothing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's the hot girl at the bar. That's what Land King is. Um, but yeah, one point three billion dollars, um, and it's doing really well, no matter what I say. So mm-hmm. good for that. Uh, number two, we have. I am surprised at this one. Honestly, yeah, I'm surprised that this I got. I want to see this one. So uh, this is uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. This made twenty million dollars this weekend on a budget of twenty-five million. Uh, this is where is this not direct? Is this directed by Guillermo? No, I think it's produced. Produced by. So it's produced by Guillermo del Toro. Let me just. I believe. Google so. that real quick, um, so that I know for certain. Um, but yeah, it's made twenty million dollars, and it's only it only has a budget of twenty five. I mean, we've said this horror movie is the okay. It's directed by Andre Overdahl. I don't know who that is, but it's the screenplay is by Guillermo del Toro, Dan Hageman, John August, and Kevin Hageman, um, or Hageman. I don't know what your name is, sir. Sorry. Um, let me see what else he's done. He did Troll Hunter. Oh wow! Okay, I love Troll. Have you ever seen Troll Hunter? Yes, I have. Yeah. I need to revisit that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one to to yeah. to rewatch. And you've never seen the Autopsy of Jane Doe? You I need have to not watched that. Uh, that that poster really looks scary. So I won't. Trust me, it's really really good. <laughs> okay. I don't know about really really scary because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But it's really good. Well, well, all right. I'll, I'll take your word for it. You have a good eye for horror movies. I do have to say that. I mean, except for Annabelle, that's your blind spot. Whatever. Um, but scary is already still in the dark. It um people have been loving it. Uh, it's gotten good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, people, I mean, of all the movies that came out this last week, this mm-hmm. is the one I saw the most on Twitter and in the you know mm-hmm. the the uh, movie sphere. Um, but and it's making lots of money. I mean, it. I definitely think it's gonna. I would say. I mean, I don't know what's coming out. There's a lot of things coming out in the next few weeks, but I think it's gonna carve out a good chunk of change for itself. Uh, maybe like forty million, forty-five million, something like that. Maybe even fifty million. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number one, we have for the second week in a row at the top. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw made $25.2 million this weekend and a total domestic gross of $108 million. Ooh, uh, budget of 200 Let me see. Low. It is quite low. It's Well, it's made $331 million worldwide. Yeah, um, so it's not, it's not suffering. But it's not it's, suffering, but it's not making as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me just break that down for people. So this would be probably, mm, mm, let me see, because I'm, I'm bringing it up against the other Fast and Furious movies. Um, Tokyo Drift made $62 million at the domestic box office, um, and Too Fast, Too Furious made 127 So Hobbs and Shaw is at number eight of the nine Fast and Furious movies. Um, let me see. Number one is Furious 7 with $353 million domestically. Uh, worldwide, let me see. Worldwide, Hobbs and Shaw is at number six, uh, which is just behind Fast and Furious, the one from two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably beat that. Um, but it, yeah, it's 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 not like if yeah. you look at the more recent Fast and Furious movies, they're all at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hobbs and Shaw is not doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. those kinds of numbers. I mean, Face to the Furious and Furious 7, which are the last two Fast and Furious movies, both made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Face to the Furious was less, but it still made a billion. And this is a dramatic decline. So yeah. I think um, as an experiment of a, a series, I think, I mean, for me, I enjoyed the movie. I mean, as much as I enjoyed any other Fast and Furious, I didn't, yeah. think, I, didn't think I lost anything with the rest of the gang exactly. not being there. 
Um, it's kind of stupid, but yeah. Yeah. They're all stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like it was better or worse than any other Fast and Furious movie. Um, but I guess people just didn't... Um, weren't as drawn to seeing Hobbs and Shaw as a title as they would mm-hmm. have been to seeing, you know, Fast and... Like, if, if it was Fast and Furious 9, that would have, I think, brought oh, yeah. in more people. Um, but I, I, I don't think this is killing the... Um, the momentum for more Hobbs and Shaw movies. I think they've discussed they've discussed one or two, um, you know, in interviews and such. But um, it's definitely not the the huge success that they wanted. It no, to be. it's not. Um, I mean, I wonder how this will play for Fast Nine, though. Yeah. I wonder if there's no um, serious fatigue approaching. That that I mean, that's another possibility. Um, because I know Fast Nine was pushed back for Hobbs and Shaw. Tyrese Gibson was not happy about that. He mm-hmm. he was he was like really upset online yes, about he it. Was. <laughs> and he was even upset um when this movie underperformed with his opening weekend. He went on Instagram and he was just like, see, mm-hmm. I, I told y'all you you, you <laughs> can't do it without Tyrese. I know he's petty like that. And guaranteed if Tyrese Gibson was offered his own movie, he would have mm-hmm. done it. Mm-hmm. He would have done it in a heartbeat. Um, or maybe not, because maybe he knows that nobody would have seen him. Like, nobody <laughs> would have gone to a... Uh, I mean, this is The Rock, and yeah. Jason Statham, and mm-hmm. look at the numbers. Yeah. It's not doing that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tyrese... Tyrese. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even... Like, the, Tyrese would have would have made a quarter of the budget, mm. if that much. <laughs> and that would have been the grand total worldwide, would have been a quarter of the budget. Um, I don't even know the name of his character, actually. Um, is Roman? Roman? It is Roman. Roman, Roman is his yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes for the rest of the Fast and Furious franchise. I don't think it is fatigue. I mean, I think, I think it is just. Mm, it's it's hard to say because it's the first time that they've kind of separated into other, um, you know, spinoffs. I mean, with the Marvel movies, it always was set up as the spinoff movies were first, and then it was mm-hmm. a big ensemble. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's a wait and see situation, and I mean, it comes out next year, so we won't have that long mm-hmm. to wait. Um, I'm not sure. Are, are are Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham gonna be in the next Fast and Furious movie? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, wasn't um, Vin Diesel and The Rock? They were feuding. Feud? Yeah, they apparently. The, well, the the rumor was that they were feuding on the set of the last Fast and Furious movie, um, which mm-hmm. was Fate to the Furious. Um, so I don't know if that has been settled. I mean, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's an amount of money that will get them both in the same mm-hmm. room, but, um, you know, I, I, I haven't heard anything about, you know, Dwayne Johnson being in or not being in the next one. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that'll be announced in the, in the next coming months or so, cause I'm sure we'll get a trailer yeah. for it or something. Um, but yeah, that's the top five box office. Just to reiterate, we got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at number five. Dora is at number four. Land King is at number three. Scary Stories is still in the dark at number two. And Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw at number one. Um, just to, you know, close up, we have The Kitchen, which is the Melissa McCarthy movie, crime film. It's at number seven. It made $5 million for its opening weekend on a budget of 38. That is not good. Yeah, that's a flop. That is a flop. Um, we have, what is, um, oh, uh, 
Just update, Spider-Man Far From Home, still in the top 10, is at number 8 this week, made $5 million, uh, domestic gross of 370.9, and Toy Story 4 is also sitting in the top 10 at number 9. It has made $419 million on, and making $4 million this weekend, so... Those two movies continue to make money. By the way, Endgame is still in the top 20. Is it really? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, yeah, Endgame. Let's let's check Endgame's um, worldwide numbers right now. Um, which, you know, as we know, Endgame beat Avatar um, wow. two weeks ago. So it it's two points. Million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, okay. let me see how much it made um, this last weekend. Um, because it made $200,000. Okay, so it's not going to make... I was saying if it could make $5 million more... Um, it could make like two point eight billion dollars, but that's or yeah, yeah, two point eight. Yeah, sorry, the numbers aren't adding up for me today. Um, yeah, two point eight billion would be pretty cool. Um, but given that it just came out on on Blu-ray and DVD and streaming and everything, mm-hmm. I don't think it's people are going to be going to the theater. I don't think they. Um, We're still watching Endgame in theater. Uh, people who are just like I don't know diehard fans who. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I certainly am not. <laughs> but um, <laughs> then again, that's because I don't have it. I'm sure if it were here and I was bored, I would just go. Yeah, I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. There, maybe. Why not? Um, all right, Jono. Since you had a wild weekend, would you like to go first and pick what's happening next weekend? All righty. Um, next Friday. What is the date for next Friday? Next Friday is the 16th. 16th. Okay, yeah. so it's... Oh, so the Angry Birds movie is coming out mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Okay, yeah. all right. Let me just bring up um, the weekend for you. So you got this weekend to compare against next weekend. All right. So, by the way, have you seen 47 Meters Down? I have not. Half? No, no, I haven't seen what the original. What are you doing with your life? Not watching shark movies, apparently. You never have a fear of the ocean, right? For real? Yeah, yeah. I, I hate the ocean. I can't be out too deep by myself. I, I can't even be out there too deep. Like, if I'm on a boat and it goes out too deep, I get anxious. Oh. Yeah, you ever seen the movie Orca? No. Okay, it's a movie about uh, a whale hunter, and he hunts down this whale, and uh, it turns out the whale was pregnant with a, a baby whale, um, or it was a baby killer whale. Um, and, like, the father killer whale sees it happen, and he has, like, this revenge vendetta against the, 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 the whaler. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really stupid premise, but, like... The, it really scared me because anytime he went out on his boat, the the killer whale would be out there stalking him and and wow. causing him. So and and it got to the very end where he was he decided I have to kill this whale otherwise my whole livelihood is gone to to hell. And uh, it really messed with my head. Um, <laughs> like I couldn't even go into the bath because yeah. it would just freak me out being in a body of water because wow. I was like, okay, he, the the whale is gonna be out there looking for me. So I I don't I mean I like shark movies definitely yeah. like them I like so Jaws a lot. Can you swim? I can swim, um, but I don't like going out too far in the ocean because I'm like, you don't know what's out there. And I think it's a very rational fear. Yeah, trust me, because I have a fear of being like submerged in water, of drowning and stuff. Yeah. Um, And and it's funny because the other day, like last week, I saw this random video on Twitter where like a little boy was in the water plane and Mm -hmm. the sharks were just approaching him. So I understand your fear. Yeah. And now I'm kind of freaked out too. No, it, but it's it, it, so not to spend too much time on this, but like, I've, so there was a time when I was a kid where we were like, we were in the country, we were in Ochi, and we were supposed to go out to the beach. Mm-hmm. And right before we were going out to the beach, I, I read, um, there, there was this news story. Um, young boy stung by jellyfish, um, unknown species, not sure exactly where it is that they migrate to. So in my head, all that said was, they could be right outside. Yeah. 
at that beach that I'm about to go to. And yeah, I was like, I'm not going outside. Honestly, when I was at Great Huts last weekend, yeah, I mean, I was in the water and I just kept looking down in the water because that same shark video that I saw. Yeah. Because you don't, you, you never you know. N- you don't know what's in and there. I always hear, you know, the stories about stingrays and stuff. Yeah. And I do not want them. So. One time I went fishing and I took my, my, my feet were just in the water or I was just like dangling my feet above the water. And I just had the fishing pole out. And suddenly I see something moving that is the same color as the water. And there was an eel like one inch away from biting my toe. And I don't know if you know anything about the eel, but they have like really sharp teeth and everything. So once he bites down, he's not letting go unless he's killed. So wow. So basically that just makes it even worse for you. Yeah, just don't go to the water. But I I will watch 47 meters down Um, because I like shark movies a lot. Like they're really fun to watch. Anyway... Your top five. <laughs> All right. So, ah, I'll say even though the Hungry the Angry Birds movie comes out on Wednesday, uh huh, I think it will win the weekend. Okay. Yeah, because um, you know, kids, kid, nobody's going to see Dora. So. Well, I mean, uh, what's it name? Uh, Spider Man won the weekend, and he came out on a Tuesday. I mean, that mm-hmm. is Spider Man, and this is Angry Birds, two different animals. But yeah. Okay, so All you right, got Angry Birds at number one. Yeah, and then I'll go with um. 47 meters down at number two. Okay. That's the second one. I love the first one, by the way. It's yeah. really, yeah. I mean, it, really it, I remember people talking about it a lot. Yeah, it, it was out. just like one of those like underrated, underseen kind of gems. Yeah. I mean, like just the third act makes it worth a watch. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'll put um, that at number two and I'll put Fast and Furious at number three. Okay. All right, what's going? What what in the world is blinded by the? What are these movies? Blinded by the light. Okay, I don't what know this one. Um, yes. Okay, Hobbs and Shaw number three, forty-seven meters down number two, and your number four movie. All right. Um, can I see? Oh, it's there. All right. What in the world is Good Boys? Yeah. I. You see, there's a. It's it's. This would. I read this that there's another week because last week there were like five movies came out at the same time and there's another week of this happening. Oh, this I know this one. This is the Seth Rogen movie. Um, it has Jacob Tremblay. I don't remember who else is in it, but it's like it's an R-rated comedy with three um, preteen boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I have an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll put Good Boys at number four. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark at number five. I think Lion King will be edged out a little. Yeah. yeah. We'll be at number six. Okay. Um, this, is a, this is a hard top five. Because um, there's so many things to come out, and they're very varied. Like, 47 Meters Down and Scary Stories in the Dark kind of have a similar audience. Good Boys, that kind of raunchy R-rated comedy, also kind of works with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's, you know, um, mm-hmm. arena. So, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, all right. Let me just stop complaining. <laughs> um, okay. Number one, I don't... What did I say? Angry Birds? I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know either. Because I, I don't remember if it... I, I mean, obviously, it got a sequel, so it made money. I don't remember it being like a big, you know, mm. success. But um, I've been seeing a lot of trailers for it, so I'll put it up. Um, Angry Birds 2 is at number one for me. Um, do I want 47 meters? I'm going to say Good Boys. At number two. Um, and then I'll say 47 meters down at number three. Um, 
You see, Blind Battle Light is, I'm, I, I've heard buzz about it, but I think it's kind of like going to do yesterday numbers. So I will put Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark at number four and then Blinded by the Light at number five. Um, wait, does that mean I... Okay, I put in 40, 40 centimeters down, okay. Um, and I will put Blinded at number five. Um, I genuinely don't know who's going to win next week. No. I have no idea, but um, mm, that's the top five. Basically freezed out Abs and Shaw. Yeah, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, that's too bad. No, 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 no. no, no. That's too I, bad. Oh, boy. Oh, no, no, no. I think <sighs> I forgot the times what you did to me. Yeah, but you, you could have yes. done like a courtesy, oh, Damien, no, remember this? No, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Oh, until wow. Yeah. I'm sure somebody was listening to this and be like, you forgot Hobbs and Shaw. You need to I just realized and, and I looked at it. Oh, like, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you win. Because <laughs> I don't, I mean, unless it completely gets knocked yeah. down to I the mean, very bottom. I mean, we've seen surprising, very yeah. surprising weekend. Yeah. I'm going to just, I'm going to have faith in myself. I'm going to just believe that I can do this. Because okay. I, I believe that I can. Um, okay. Where is the, I had news stories up here. Are they gone? Nope. They're completely gone. One second. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I must have closed out the window. All right, so that's... Oh, wait, I don't... Let me... All right, so that's top five box office, and that's our choices for next week. I do believe Shauna's going to win because I am pretty sure that Hobbs and Shaw is going to still be in the top five in some way, shape, or form. But um, I'm going to have faith, Shauna. I'm going to feel like I, I can pull off a winner here. You weren't thinking about Hobbs and I wasn't Shaw, thinking so about it because I it's mean, a stupid movie that doesn't need you to think about it. Like, if you think yeah. about Hobbs and Shaw too much, you're not going to like the movie. It's, it's dumb. Um, but <laughs> I did enjoy it. Uh, okay. So this is going to, I'm going to put this in the category of no shit news. Um, <laughs> the Mommy producer says Dark Universe came together too quickly. Um, he says, I don't have regrets or anything like that. I think it's just, you know, I think it was, I think it probably was trying to come together too quickly, I would say. And I think everybody got to take a breath and take a step back and take a look at it and now just focus on maybe doing it a little bit slower. Yeah, you think so? Because... <laughs> I don't know if people remember, but before The Mummy even came out, mm-hmm. there was that cast photo. And it had well, Tom Javier. Cruise, Javier Bardem, yeah, no. Sophia, whatever her name is, from The Mummy. Um, it had, it, was it Angelina Jolie was also in it? Like she was a bride of, somebody was a bride of Frankenstein. It was a big actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I think, Russell Crowe's in it. I don't remember yeah, if he was in it. Is. Yeah, But like, th- there was the announcement of this, this dark universe um, and then when you go and see the mummy, the the Universal Johnny logo. Depp was there, Johnny Depp was all yes, he was he was the Invisible Man. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that. Um, and then as you go to watch the mummy, Universal logo comes up. As you know, you see the words Universal goes across the the globe, mm-hmm. and everybody knows that. Then it then it reverses and it comes back as Dark, Dark universe. universe. And I swear to God, people laughed in my theater when mm-hmm. I saw that. People, people like burst out laughing because they were like, are you fucking kidding me? You're <laughs> going to put, you're going to try and sell me a whole universe off of one movie, which is already a reboot of another series. Like, so <laughs> I don't think it's, it's that big of a stretch to say that maybe they rush things to the Dark Universe. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, think things through. No, no, because they just wanted that Marvel money. But Marvel mm. worked hard for their money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 you can't just come in here and, and all of a sudden you get this massive interconnected franchise. <laughs> like, you, you don't just get that thing yeah, in the mail. You have to work for it. universes are failing. No, man. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't think um, a dark universe is a bad idea. Mm-mm. I think if you build it from the ground up, and you kind of develop this world where supernatural things... I mean, you look at things like, um, you know, Harry Potter, 
or mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Like you can have a world where supernatural things from all over, you know, different like werewolves and vampires and, and zombies, like they can all exist in this world mm-hmm. and you can have some fun with that. I think the perfect film to start with would be like a Van Helsing movie. Exactly. That's what I was going to point. That's a point I was uh, I was going to make. Yeah. I mean, I did. I don't think they should have started it with the mummy. No. Even though the mummy, yeah, it's not really like it's not popular or anything. But I think they should have should have probably started with like Frankenstein yeah. at least. Yeah. 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 yeah but, I mean, if you if you bring a bigger name like Frankenstein, that's that. I think that would draw people in. But I think. Van Helsing is a good one to start with because Van Helsing, like, he hunts everything and that mm-hmm. kind of introduces you to this different world. So, you like, you could have Van Helsing movie and he, you know, spends part of it dealing with vampires and spark, mm-hmm. part of it dealing with werewolves and, like, you get little hints yeah. of these worlds and then you could make a whole vampire movie over there mm-hmm. and then this werewolf movie over, and you could have, like, different crossovers. And, like, I'm doing the work for you. You just have to mm-hmm. think about it a little bit. That's true. Um, That's a good point. Yeah, but I don't think... Um, yeah, I think... The Dark Universe, I mean, they're still going mm-hmm. through with it. But, I mean, um, the mummy didn't... It's not like the mummy flopped or anything, but they realized that they were way in over their heads. Yeah, and I, the only reason they poorly. used the mummy was because they had a mummy franchise already they mm-hmm. could piggyback off it of. It was really, really poorly received. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, but... And then afterwards we heard that it's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, But I read that they're doing an invisible man though yeah no they're still continuing with the dark universe but they're just as he said they're kind of pulling back and seeing what they can do Mm -hmm. um the right way dc dc yeah um okay and there was a rumor while we um Mm -hmm. wore off there was a rumor that okay um the black panther 2 is going to feature uh namor the submariner um which if anybody doesn't know namor he is basically Marvel's Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he One came out. Aquaman, yes, because he came out before Aquaman. Um, but somebody that people are, are hearing about rumors for is Henry Golding. Mm-hmm. Henry Golding is the male lead in um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. And uh, we have some fan art here from um, mm-hmm. notorious yes, yes. fan artist uh, Boss, Boss Logic. He, he actually dropped another one today. Did he really? Yeah, about Blade. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That, that was with um, um, Mahershala? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't hate this um, no, design. Great. You know, I think I think Henry Golding's face looks a little weird, but yeah. I think if they did proper it's makeup the, and everything, it's, it's the highbrow. It's yeah, the highbrow. but I mean that's kind of a thing with Namor's design in the mm-hmm. comics is he has that kind of mm-hmm. eyebrow that makes him always look angry. Um, <clears throat> but I don't know. I, we, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, but we'll I, see. I actually hope that they introduce him. Cause yeah. I, and I actually like the. The fictional title oh, as well. Oh, Two Kings? Two Kings, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I can understand. I see it, but I also think, I don't think this is a true rumor. No. I don't think he's gonna. they're going to do Namor in Black Panther. Um, but they should because they, I mean, they basically, it would have been a perfect introduction based on what we saw in Endgame. Yeah. With that little, you know, tease. Oh, the thing with the underwater. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's a line that Okoye yeah. has in Endgame when she's talking to Black Widow with the hologram. Um, where she's talking about this underwater um, mm. earthquake, and you know she's she's like leave it alone, it's a natural occurrence. But like people are saying, okay, that was a hint to Atlantis yeah, it existing. It feels like a hint. Yeah, they wouldn't have brought it up. There's also a hint um, in Iron Man two at the very end. There's like a map, and it shows um, hot spots that Shield is paying attention to, and one of the spots is in the middle of the ocean. So since then, people have been thinking like that's a hint to Namor and Atlantis existing. Um, which I'm sure that that was like, okay, maybe that could be, but it wasn't like a definite plan. Mm -hmm. Because I know that they've talked about Namor in the past, 
Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's good to know this would be the first Asian, well, not first since they're doing Shang Chi, but this would be one of the first Asian actors playing mm-hmm. um, a major superhero. Um, also, the the whole Kingdom War thing, that's kind of similar to Aquaman. Like they, that was a kind of a big part of the Aquaman movie plot. And since Namor already has so much similar, I mean, he's holding a trident and he's in green and gold. Like <laughs> yeah. it's not uh, DC kind of beat them to the punch with Aquaman, so it's it's gonna be hard to bring this out and not have comparisons to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they need to really do something bold and different. Um, and I think like introducing him would be cool to put him in Black Panther, but I think they're gonna do something bigger. Yeah, for, um, I'm. Taking all of this with a grain of salt, but yeah, I yeah, yeah. But I, I think it would be interesting. I actually like the um, the title. I like the design. Two kings, yeah, yeah. yeah. This um, looks so cool. Yeah, I'm looking at the blade. Um, Mahershala Ali designed that Boss Logic did, and yeah, it just looks really good. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited for him as Blade. He's mm. gonna be such a good like because yeah. I've seen him where he's just like he barely speaks and barely emotes and just like just mm-hmm. kills you with a look, and that's ah, oh, I'm look I'm looking forward to that. Um, let me see what else we have. Okay, we have, speaking of spin-offs from The Mummy, what, what, what? Um, <laughs> another G.I. Joe spin-off is in the works. Like, and seriously? A, a, yes, seriously. And apparently, um, it has been in re- in the works for some time now. Um, it has a 2020 release date, uh, and it is a spin-off focusing on Snake Eyes. Wow. Um, if what you don't you remember Snake Param- Eyes... This is Paramount, right? This is Paramount, yeah. Um, so Snake Eyes is this character here, mm-hmm. dressed in all black, um, doesn't really speak much, but there is a spin-off based on him, and he's basically like the badass ninja of the mm-hmm. group, yeah. um, you know, in the original G.I. Joe movie, the one with, um, I forget his name, but the Wayans, is it Marlon, is that Damon Wayans Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, and Channing Tatum. Um, so they're doing a spin-off, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm... I'm surprised, but I'm also not surprised. I'm surprised that it's still happening because I knew that they were planning on doing this when mm-hmm. the Retaliation came out, but I know that Retaliation didn't make that much money. Yeah, I forgot about this yeah. franchise. I forgot about I'm I'm, a, I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoyed it back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then. Back, back then. I enjoyed it when it came Because when yeah. it came out, that was like the only... I mean, it was that and Transformers, and it was mm-hmm. better than Transformers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there have been talks about, you know, Hasbro doing their own universe... Um, G.I. Joe was supposed to cross over with Transformers. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe was supposed to also cross over with Fast and Furious. Like, there's been all sorts of rumors of G.I. Joe. Like, what do we do with the G.I. Joe franchise? Um, but it looks like they're moving ahead with the Snake Eyes movie. Um, it's not going to make any money. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking because it's just been so long since the last one and you're going to spin off not with the G.I. Joe name. Is it going to be like G.I. Joe Agent Snake Eyes or something like that? Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another wait and see situation. Um, I'm just when like when I saw it in the news, I was like, is it April Fools or something? Like this, this really did surprise me to see GI Joe is is in the works again. Um, I'll save that for last. Uh, Michelle Williams confirms her return for Venom Two, mm-hmm. and also Andy Serkis has been confirmed mm-hmm. as the director. We talked about it last time; it was just a rumor, but he is definitely confirmed as directing Venom Two. Um, Tom Hardy is also supposed to have been very involved in the script writing mm-hmm. for the sequel. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to tell you what Michelle Williams said. She said, um, she's such a fan of Andy's, so inspired by what he's been able to accomplish. He's so gifted in such a specific way. Very excited to learn from him and be around him. Um, 
you know, I liked her. I liked her in the in the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't like the typical love interest. She actually did something in the movie. Um, you know, and Michelle Williams is a, is a good actress. Mm-hmm. I, I remember her, she said something recently where she wants more scenes as, as she Venom. Um, I mean, I think that would be kind of cool to kind of like break up the action. So it's not just one person doing it. I mean, you're going to have carnage in the next movie. So mm-hmm. there's going to be probably a lot of people in different symbiote suits yeah. at different times. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to see her back in this one. Um, let me see. Christopher Nolan's new movie dropped the trailer. Uh, we don't get to see it. Yeah, uh, it's a secret, secret trailer, secret trailer that has been dropped in front of Hobbs and Shaw of all movies. Imagine you're going to see Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. which is one of the dumbest movies of the year, and right before it is by one of the most visionary directors of our decade, Christopher Nolan, and yeah. that's the trailer that chose first. <laughs> like that's two completely different audiences. Um, but it's called Tenet, and um, the, there's a brief description here on Cinema Blend. Uh, let me see. It, uh, da, 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 da. The film is supposed to be an espionage thriller. Um, it is somebody is investigating some sort of criminal or terrorist act that's taken place. So, I mean, th- that's kind of what he he works well with, with, you know, the movies that we've seen. Um, I mean, the Dark Knight movies, uh, there's so many scenes in it where he basically is kind of directing a Bond movie, mm-hmm. um, especially like with the... You know, the opening of Dark Knight Rises when the, you know, the thing with the plane coming mm-hmm. apart, that kind of felt like a huge Bond movie mm-hmm. opening. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan definitely Christopher looking forward Nolan. to it. You can't really say you no to it. You can't say no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you should always give consent if you, never mind. Um, I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last thing is Universal officially cancels plans to release controversial movie The Hunt. Did you hear about this story? Uh, yeah, because of the recent shootings. Yeah, so, okay. Universal Pictures has already paused the marketing campaign for The Hunt. After thoughtful consideration, the studio has decided to cancel our plans to release the film. We stand by our filmmakers and will continue to distribute films in partnership with bold and visionary creators like those associated with this satirical social thriller. But we understand that now is not the right time to release this film. Um, decision comes just two days after the studio stopped marketing for The Hunt. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, yeah, it was following a, the recent series of tra- tragedies that led to 34 deaths. Um, and that's, you know, speaking of the, the shootings that happened recently mm-hmm. in the States. Um, and, I, you know, I'm kind of, I, I'm, I'm of a couple minds about this. Because mm-hmm. on the one hand, uh, we've seen this in the past where certain properties, they kind of just like, they either cancel them or they put them on hold because it's 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 bad timing for a tragedy that just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not to say that you shouldn't make movies based on controversial material. Mm-hmm. You definitely should, mm-hmm. because those kind of movies they kind of pushed the way that we think about these these um, you know awful things that happen, and they kind of help us to process them because mm-hmm. we're able to see characters who kind of think like like us and, and, you know, feel like us. How do they process it? And that kind of helps us to go through it, you know, as a, as a species, I guess. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of disappointed that they're not releasing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one thing to, to say you're not going to release it right now and maybe release it later on, but they're, mm-hmm. they're saying that they're just not going to release it at all. Um, now, 
who knows if that's final. It could be that they're putting a hold on it and they're going to release it later I think on. Probably like next year. Next year or something yeah. like that, yeah. Or if, even if not in theaters, maybe on streaming or, mm-hmm. you know, video on demand. Like there's so many different avenues for film these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be disappointing not to see mm-hmm. what it is that this film is offering. Well, you know, it's really the pressure that it came under because yeah. I think Trump mm-hmm. and, you know, like Republicans, they started to target video games and and movies action yeah. movies yeah yeah you know, they're saying that that's what causes the mass shootings and stuff which is kind of crazy yeah yeah i mean it's it's uh i have the here's the trump tweets here um liberal hollywood is racist at the highest level and with great anger and hate they like to call themselves elite but they are not elite in fact blah, 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 blah. movie coming out is made in order to f- inflame and cause chaos they create their own violence and then try to blame others they are the true racist and blah 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 so um you know mindless drivel mm-hmm. but <laughs> but That's um it's 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 a it's a kind of thing that people piggyback off of and you've exactly. seen there's been so many political people recently just talking about how these movies and these video games are causing people to be violent um in fact it was a the, like there was a story that i don't apparently it's not true but um you know it was said that walmart was going to stop selling violent video games mm-hmm. um Yet, for for the weekend, yet they still but they were still selling guns. guns. Um, now apparently Walmart says that's not true, but I'm not certain that it wasn't true. I'm I'm. It's probably that Walmart saw the bad press and yes. then decided, okay, let's let's yeah. go back to playing um, selling video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's but disappointing. I, but I don't think they'll they'll scrap it all together. I think I mean, is it already made and everything? Yeah, because so it was coming out in September. Yeah. So it I mean, and that's next month. So the movie was, if not finished, pretty much finished. Yeah. Um, I mean, they weren't going to be shooting it anymore. Um, so, yeah, um, it's, it's disappointing, but I can understand why they would be kind of shy about releasing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Universal, I mean, outside of Fast and Furious, they don't really have, um, you know, much to fall back on. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, so that's the new stories for this week. Um, th- that, that one is a little bit disappointing, but... Um, Hopefully next week, Shauna, we'll we'll have yes. some news that are more uplifting um, yes. and not related to the awful tragedies. Um, but if you want to listen to the take, no, no, sorry, wrong podcast. That was an old podcast. <laughs> I was about to say the take four podcast. That was a wow, podcast I did years ago. That came out that, of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Um, if you want to listen to Moving on to Refinance, you can find us. You can find me on Twitter at Dami Movies. That's D-A-M-I Movies. You can find mm-hmm. Shauna. At Shauna WTF. You can find me on Instagram at Damon Michael Movies. You can also find the podcast on DamonMichaelMovies.com and on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, everywhere that there are podcasts except Spotify. I don't think we're on Spotify because I think there's like an international thing where I can't yeah. get on there. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to try and fix that. Um, yeah, thank you all for listening. We will see you next time. All right, bye-bye, um, Oh, I, before we go, um, we did review. We received a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. They rated us five stars. Wow! I did not prompt that. I didn't ask anybody to do it. Somebody did that on their very oh, own. Wow. So whoever you are, thank you very much for doing that. Thank because you. Officially, Shauna, we are a five-star podcast. Yes, we are. We are. I mean, Always have been. They just didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much for that. We really appreciate the support. And um, you're going to be seeing our beautiful faces very, very soon. The cameras are on their way. By the end of this month, Shauna, we are going to be live 
and wow. and, and and I don't know what else rhymes with life, but that's what we're gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next right. time. Bye bye. Bye bye.